We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Spider-Man. You get all the attention now. Ooh, I like that. Spider-Man. That might be called new nickname. Swider basket in a foul. Eddie Casey. Swider. Answer back. Swider from deep. Laces the three. Swider. And one. Count the bucket. Welcome back to the Swider Show, everyone. We have a special episode this week. We, we we had buddy we had buddy Beheim planned. We had him in, in the cards, and then a last second Jim Jimmy Beheim add to the podcast. So we got a Beheim episode today, Patty, Adam. We're really looking forward to it. We got some trivia. We we obviously got to check in with our guys, see how they've been doing over in Germany, and then over in uh, the Motor City. So really excited to have you guys on. This is the first time we've had two guests on, Patty. So. Let's let's have a day. Why not? Welcome to Sweater Show for your seventh time each, uh, Jimmy and Buddy. <laughs> Appreciate it, guys. I don't know if that's an honor. You just you're running out of guests, and we're just a safety call. But it's always an honor. Always a good. This this will be a fun one, and I always look forward to this. Do you guys remember the uh, Jimmy Timmy Power Hour? Fairly Odd Parents and uh, Deaf Ears. There's no way you guys don't remember that. The, was uh, what was that? Like when the they fairly out parents and then the, Timmy Turner, they were the, they, same, the same show, like the crossover. Yeah, episode? yeah, they like yeah, made yeah. the animations. Yeah, that's kind of how I'm course. feeling yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> this is an honor. I'm all for it, man. I'm all for it. I'm happy I got the uh, emergency text. I think ratings must have been testing bad with just having buddy on. So <laughs> happy, uh, happy to step up and, and 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 just be ready to go. You know, they say you know you always got to be ready. So I was ready for my my call. Speaking to that point, what's uh, how you guys been feeling, man? Being ready, obviously, both both you guys playing having good seasons, professional in your professional basketball careers, second year out, buddy. I think you've probably mastered the art of staying ready this year. Let's start with buddy. How's your season been going? And uh, back to, back to back thirty balls, just just shooting the piss out of the ball right now. I, I told me what when he came on, he's like. I felt a little like stream of like hotness come across my face when Buddy came on the uh, on the pod. So how you feeling, man? Oh, uh, Swatter, I'm just trying to get close to your numbers, you know, see what <laughs> you're doing when you're when you get down. But uh, just staying ready, like you said, starting off the year. Uh, I think having three two ways in my position was obviously a tough draw for me going into the season. I think I had a great training camp with the Pistons. Uh, 
played well in training camp with the G League and, and was ready to go. And, you know, things change, things happen. So it's just coming off the bench early on, taking advantage of my role, continuing to grow. And then this last month or so, really shooting well off the bench and then getting the nod to be able to start the last three weeks or so and just taking advantage of it, starting with College Park, having my best game in my career, G League, you know, hitting nine threes and, and playing well, guys finding me. And just that was huge for me. It just showed me that, you know, I can start on a regular basis and be an elite shooter, know what I can do. And just building off that has been big for me and uh, having off nights here and there, but being able to bounce back with, with a big, big game after that has been big for me. So just continuing to grow confidently. And uh, it's been a fun year. It's definitely been a huge jump from year one to year two. I feel like I'm a lot better in just about every category on both sides of the ball. So just really encouraged by that, encouraged by my habits every day. My daily habits have gotten better, working harder, just staying more focused. So just getting used to that G League grind and that life has been big and just uh, overall has been a good year. So just got to keep building off that and, you know, keep winning and, and playing good basketball. I, I know both you guys probably feel this way, but going into year two, I felt like I knew, like I was so ahead of the curve in terms of like, how my body was gonna feel, like the rest days, like how I'm gonna handle the rest of my days when when I'm when I'm off the court, like all those things play such a huge factor into like just overall success. I mean, you guys could probably touch on it, but both from over, an overseas standpoint and obviously in the G League too. Like, it's uh it's definitely a way better feeling going into the year two of like knowing what to expect. Yeah, for sure. I feel like I can definitely, especially speak to that. You know, especially being over here in Europe, it's a really different game i mean i felt like so many things were just just such a big adjustment year in year one and then coming over here in year two i definitely felt a lot more comfortable i mean still learning so much i feel like each each week but um definitely having a bet, much better comfort level this year and also just being in a better situation i think for me you know a more stable situation you know last year having played in two countries for three different coaches i mean it was <laughs> I feel like I really got thrown into the fire, which I mean, I'm thankful for in some ways because I feel like I got to experience a lot and just learn so much um, through adversity, through the highs and lows and um, everything in between. So I think I've really just been able to apply that this year and um, just grateful to be in a, a, you know, a much better, more stable situation that um, has allowed me to kind of grow as a player over here and just, um, like I said, continue to, to learn the European game, I think. Jim, especially for you, how uh, for you guys, I, I have talked to you about this like each not on the pod, but from an off the court standpoint of adjusting, like year one to year two, because it's so so much different than college. Like, do you feel like yeah. from this off season there was less stress going into the year on that front? I mean, definitely. I still remember like getting on the plane to go to Greece last year, and I'm like looking out the window, like, what am I? Where? What am I doing? Where am I going? <laughs> like, this is this is nuts. Like. I'm really moving across the world, but this year, you know, I, I really just enjoyed that aspect of it last year. So this year I got to go into it with more peace and also just excitement to get to live in and experience another new country and um, just knowing how to navigate things better, um, you know, learning how to get all set up, what to bring, what not to bring. I mean, just, you know, outside you, I think I was equally as prepared, more prepared this year off the court as I was on the court. So, um, you know, definitely just a much better comfort level there um, as well, for sure. Buddy. Oh, yeah. Just back to what you said on the 
just the process, just the daily habits. Uh, it's been huge for me, honestly, just learning how to cook, learning how to do little things, you know, just the looking ahead in the schedule, I think has been big for me knowing, okay, you know, you got these you know, in the G league, it's usually four or five games in 10 days, and then you get five days off. That's a nice thing compared to the NBA is it's, it's crazy for the, that stretch, but then you get you get to look forward to the days you get to recover and really take advantage of that. So for me, it's just been Steve's schedule has been big for me going to bed early, getting up early, trying to make a breakfast, trying to eat healthy, and then as well just recovery, doing the sauna, doing the cold tub, hot tub, and and also having guys this year that I'm close with on this team to go in at night and get shots up because it does get you do do get caught up and you're at the gym every day. You're tired from that. It's mentally tiring and then having to go back at night by yourself sometimes you don't want to do that always and having having guys that you can count on you know that will go in the gym that work uh the way we do is has been nice and uh definitely has helped me stay in the best shape possible and just mentally fresh and and ready to go every day because it's a grind with early mornings travel days flying two flights and then playing the next day playing back to backs it's uh it's a different, you know, different lifestyle and it's a grind. But if you love basketball, you love, love the game and you have a good group, it's, it's been a lot of fun. Two observations off of what Buddy just said. A, there's no Julie Bayheim, so you've, you've, gotten used to, you've gotten used to living on your own, huh? Yeah, I mean, she, yeah, she's, yeah. She's still there every couple she months. Can't, yeah, she can't, yeah. She stays for weeks, bro. Don't, don't, get that <laughs> don't get it twisted too much, man. It's just he, he, can, he can last for long. Like, he can live – for a longer period of time, but he's, it's not, you know, I can't deny that she did come uh, in January and she always plans on coming for a weekend, three, four days. And it turned into 10 days this time. Wow. She, just, she just left my dad at home hanging dry. And my dad would send us pictures of him at KFC. He was going to, you know, Taco Bell. He was at going to these, you know, local Chinese restaurants. We, we went to a middle school and high school and, you know, you eat in there every day. And my mom's here just cleaning and making sure the place looks good, making dinner for me. So she, she likes to, she likes to come here and spend some time. Always look out for me. If it was Jimmy, she'd do the same if it wasn't so far away. But uh, yeah, it, I can't lie. She has helped me out a little bit here and there. <laughs> oh, that's, that's hilarious. Talking about coach Bayheim, man. Speaking of coach, Obviously, he's he's breaking the internet now with all of his uh, ACC network stuff. How, how is he liking the ACC network stuff, and uh, is is he getting out is he getting out of the house enough? Because we all know that coach is a working man. He likes it, man. I mean, I'm happy for him. He, he's he's really been excited about it, and he he. I was just on the phone with him. He's always telling me about his next couple games this week. He's going to Cameron and then um, Allen Fieldhouse. So I mean, you can't. It's oh hard to God. really. It's hard to beat those two, and he actually—he's never been to Allen Fieldhouse in his life, which is pretty crazy. What? That's so, crazy, yeah, crazy. So I know he's really excited to go there and to call, call the Kansas Baylor game and go back to Duke. He said all the fans have been really nice and welcoming, even when he's at Carolina or whatever. So I'm sure he's excited to go to all these places. But nah, man, it's awesome for him. I think he's—he's he's really enjoying it. I know he. I know he likes it and stuff. I haven't been able to get to listen to a, a live game call yet, so I hope I can soon with the time difference. But I know he's really enjoying that. But I feel like, uh, but I feel like you're the one that busted him the most. Like, did you, did you call him out for that red panda clip? Because I feel like that was probably the most viral moment to this point. 
I didn't call him out about that, but I did call him out one night. I was watching ACC Network, and he was wearing a Carolina tie, Carolina blue. And <laughs> what? Him, yeah, yeah, I couldn't believe it. I texted him. I said, good job, bad tie choice was very bad tonight. And he said, I know mom picked it out. So he put it on mom. Before, and that should have put two and two together. But, you know, I'll give him a hard time about that. Uh, just little things here and there. You know, me and my mom were watching a couple. Uh, every halftime when, when uh, he was doing ACC Network and he, you'd hear him cough or something in the background while someone was talking. <laughs> My mom would be disgusted, just like, oh, no. <laughs> Freaking out, trying to, like, about to text him, and I'm like, mom, don't, like, just leave him be. But uh, just little things like that is fun to mess with. But I think he's done a good job overall. He loves it. And I think him and Corey and uh, – West have been really fun to watch together. They're a great crew, so it's it's been fun to watch. What's the red panda? What's the what's this quote? I don't, I don't know if I saw this. Do you see this sweater? Is you can no. just find it, buddy, if you know what I'm referring to. I saw the clip. It was just he he's never saw. So it's the lady. Oh, that the, the, yeah. Tries to pull in the plates. Like yeah. the the bowl, she flips them up, and then people I saw on Twitter were like, "How has he never seen this?" It was like. Well, because he's coaching and he's in the locker room when this is taking place. It's not like you stand yeah. up and watching the act. She's yeah. unbelievable. Also. Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> she's she's the most, like, you could argue she's the most talented person in the world. Like, I knew, I knew seen, too was going to say that. I, was, I knew I was, was going to say that. Never seen, bro, this is unbelievable. Like, person like, strong. It's, it's, you could argue it's the most <laughs> impressive thing that anyone in the world can do. Well, no, the thing is, the gap between her is the best That's in the world, take. and whoever the second best in the world <laughs> yes. is is definitely larger than any other like activity in the world or talent. That's my take of the day, man. <laughs> <It's the most laughs> I don't know how you find out you can do that. Can do. <laughs> Jimmy, uh, buddy just brought up a good point. I think you, if, if this keeps going the way it's going, I think you might owe me a thousand dollars. Oh gosh, what's, what this, what's that about? Carson Strong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, Jimmy, he's nice. Jim, Jimmy and I made a bet. Oh, based, off of, based off of one TikTok that Jimmy saw of Carson Strong slinging the rock. <laughs> what was for, it, he get drafted? For, for, no, for, for no. context. All he has to do is start a, play, start a single game in the NFL. Yeah, it's not, it's not tracking well, Jim. I was on your side for this, too. Or no, is that what it, what was the bet? Yeah. Or no. no, no, no. Was it starting? I thought it was win MVP. No, 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 oh. no, no, no. Right? <laughs> no, for Cole so, wins if he never plays a snap. Yeah. Oh, so no, he no, doesn't no, start, start. A start, a start, start, a start, start, a start. And, and I Jimmy win. wins if he makes the Hall, if he makes the hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. It was Hall of Fame? No way it was Hall of Fame. It was, yeah, it was crazy what? stakes. What is because, the... because we were like... None of them are likely. Like he's definitely going to start one game in the NFL. Right, <laughs> bro. He's like a he's like a he's like a coach at his local high school. I googled it the other day. <laughs> or he's like a coordinator. For yeah, he's an offensive record. coordinator in high school. Quarterbacks coach or something. I'm cooked. <laughs> I gotta make I gotta make some money. I gotta start making some money. <laughs> yeah, Kurt, Kurt Kurt Warner, Kurt Warner, the next Kurt Warner. Yeah, it's certainly oh, a hope. Yeah. It's miserable, man. I mean, TikTok, bro. I deleted the app. That's maybe that's why. The guy, I tell you what, those t- he was he had a cannon, but I don't know. Didn't did translate to the next level. 
I, I think the funniest part of it was like Patty was like, "Hey, have you seen this kid from Utah State?" And Jimmy's like, "Yeah, he's nasty." <laughs> was it? Was it? It wasn't even Utah State. It was worse than that. What was it? Nevada. Nevada. Nevada yeah. Nevada. Oh, Nevada. I was just looking at my phone. I said it to no one. I was like, "Damn, have you seen this kid on car or on uh, Nevada?" And Jim acted like he grew up with him and like <laughs> to throw the football. <laughs> also, the entire rest of the year, Cole and Pat, or especially Cole, couldn't go forty-eight hours without. Yeah, and I know, he brought up strong. every day. So I did I react to it? Yes, but then Cole never went to go. I think the I, I think the way you explained his game just made it so funny. Like you thought he was the ne- next Pat Mahomes, like by watching one TikTok clip. I was ready to call him a first rounder, man. I don't know what happened. He must not have played well in the the senior bowl or something. I don't know. Yeah. Wait, speaking yeah. of of Patrick Mahomes, but are you getting nervous as like a the biggest no. pretty guy of all time. Are you, are you? Are your knees knocking a little bit going into this weekend? No, I think. He's I feel like they got to be. He's got a ways to go. Uh, obviously, <laughs> respect him a lot. He's great, but Tom Brady's in his own category. I think it's just uh, for me. I just don't think there will ever be a better quarterback. Yeah, right there, Cole. He's seven. not even halfway there. He's not the even our audio the listeners. Pod. Cole's holding up the seven. 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 You know, seven Super Bowls speaks for itself. Just what he did, he made he made these some of these guys. He made great players. He made the best tight end ever. You know, Wes Welker, Amendola, Edelman. Obviously, What's Randy Moss. He made, okay, let's give Gronk a little credit there. You just Obviously, talked about yeah, yeah. Gronk like he was. I know. I'm just nobody. saying, the best tight end, best quarterback duo of all time. That's something there. See, best this, this best quarterback. I don't know if he could say that anymore, given the. Mahomes. Yeah, they're there. They're up there for sure. But I just no, think they're, they're one. They're, they're still one. They're, they're still, still one. one. Yeah, I'm, I'm always going to be a Tom Brady guy. I think he's the best. Obviously, you got to appreciate Pat, and I enjoy watching him. But you know, he'll be he'll probably end up being second best ever, which is fair. He's already Baron Payne Manning, so that's that's for sure. That's a Jimmy. Cheap shot. That's my guy. Oh wait, I forgot about Jim being a Payton guy. That's this guy. I love that's Peyton. tough. Jimmy, More talented I, at the position than Tom. Didn't have the same resources. Come on. Leave it, at that. Leave it at that. Leave it at that. He's more skilled. More talented. Coming from the wobbly football, but Jim, I, I have a I have a uh, a thought for for you to 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 uh to give your opinion on. So I don't know if you guys saw the video of Pat Mahomes with his shirt off after after the AFC championship win. Colin Cowherd went went on the herd and said that he he wants his quarterback to have a dad bod, Josh Allen, uh, Patrick Mahomes. He's like, I, I don't mind these guys just sitting back eating Snickers, watching film, right? <laughs> what what is your take? Because for me, I think it just showed like Pat Mahomes is obviously very athletic in his own right, but you're telling me that like he's the best athlete like of all time with that dad bod. Like, what what, what are your take takes on the dad bod? Jimmy. I mean, you've seen Tom Brady's pictures at the Combine, and I mean, you think about some of the really good quarterbacks of the last decade or so. I mean, not, not too many, you know, sculpted guys come to mind. I feel like it's a lot of guys who, who are, you know, like, like you said, on the couch, sculpted. watching football, Great work. maybe having a beer or something. And, you know, it's, yeah. It's uh yeah I, mean, I think whatever you know produces on the field I mean you know whatever works whatever works for you I guess I think <laughs> I think it depends on what type of quarterback you are too you know a lot of these guys aren't I mean 
the most mobile, but I mean, they don't really need to be or, you know, so I don't know. Well, I think the crazy part is that we're talking about Josh Allen and Pat Mahomes who were like the most. Does Allen have a dad bod? This is news to me. Oh, did you, have you seen that picture no of the idea. beach? <laughs> Cole, Cole, I have it now. Cole. The picture of the beach. You haven't seen that one? <laughs> I haven't. Is it bad? But it's not. Like Cole, sounds like Cole Buddy can describe exactly what every quarterback yeah. looks like without their shirt on. Yeah, I'm not. I'm I, I haven't seen. I'm messing with Cole because I haven't seen it either. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, I feel like Cole's making this up. <laughs> no, I swear it's not. A, it's not a. I'm looking set. it up. It's also like the Colin Cowherd take. Oh, he likes his quarterbacks to have Adam Lewis the, text. What about the famous Josh picture Allen. of uh, Mac Jones without his shirt on and after Alabama won yeah. the uh, title? Talking about your quarterback. I, I just think that's. I mean, Tua. You think about a lot. Stafford. I think that's just. I think that's you. You're getting hit so much; it's hard to be just like <laughs> jacked. You, you need some cushion. Yeah. You need some cushion there. Jalen Hurts definitely has an eight pack, though. There's no oh. way. He's I just sent the picture. Adam just sent me the picture, and I forwarded to our group. This is great radio. Just that, that's disgusting, Jim. That's disgusting. Wow. I mean, dude, if it helps him run over three guys as he's going to get a that's not out, that bad. No problem with me. Yeah. Allen isn't that bad. Coming from the guy who has an eight pack, we will post this. Post. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be the episode, uh, the the cover photo for the episode on the Instagram <laughs> that we all share. There's Josh Allen shirtless. And he's saying that NFL quarterbacks aren't sculpted. <laughs> sculpted. 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 <laughs> Great word from Jim. Oh man, Pat, you guys? What were you going to say? No, I just about Jimmy's uh, Jimmy's hairdo. He's growing it out, and is are you are you going to do a man bun? We were talking about this off air before you came on. I think uh, I think it's run its course. I was going to try to tough it out the whole season, but it's just it looks wild during practice and stuff. Have so, you uh, tested out the headband or not? Yeah, I tested out the headband, and it just it doesn't look good. You know what? The hair comes over the front and it flops up, and it's just like if it looked cleaner, I would go for it. But did you do? Did you do like the thin, like like tennis type headband or a thick like? I did more of the, uh, the thicker elastic one, um, but you know I don't think it's gonna really matter at the end of the day. I'm getting catching flack from my coaches, and uh, you know I think it's it's time. I set up a, an appointment. I think in like ten days. So you have a barber out there. This is the last run. I mean, I, I found one. I was looking. Oof. You know, now that it's long, I got to make sure I go to a good one. So, found a guy um, thirty minutes in the big city next to me, and um, he cuts a lot of the the Bundesliga football. I say football now for soccer. It's crazy. Bundesliga soccer Culture. players. Uh, he cuts a lot of their hair, so um, I think I'll, I'll, I think he should be good. So, I like it. Patty, before we move on, Jimmy, it's well documented on the Sweater Show that you're a big Buffalo Bills fan. We just talked about your quarterback, Josh Allen. Before the episode, we, we went over a couple things that, that you have in mind for next season. Can we just get a couple takes on, on A, the loss, B, the adjustments need, that need to be made for next year, and C, what is the state of the Buffalo Bills going forward? Um, Do I have a time limit here? Um, the rest we'll, of the we'll night. Five, We'll put five minutes on the clock. No, nah, I don't need that time. Okay. I'll keep it short and sweet. I mean, look, we, uh, I, I mean, I, it was a late game for me. I think the game ended up around 4.30. 
I was so tired. I mean, fighting, I was walking around the room pacing, you know, had such a weird balance of nerves and just being exhausted. Um, but, you know, of course, the game ends. And I mean, I think I just sat and stared at my wall for like an hour, kind of somewhere to when uh, 13 seconds happened a couple of years ago when we were at Syracuse and I sat in the in the <laughs> living room and watched whatever the next TV show came on on CBS or whatever channel it was on. Um, it was a similar feeling to that. You know, this was – everyone built this up to be in the year and it really felt like it was the year which uh, made it hurt that much more. Um, but, yeah, you know, I mean, it was – It's. I'm still dealing with it, to be honest with you. It's brutal. But, uh, um, you know, I, I think we're not far. I would definitely say that. I have a lot of confidence in where we are. I think we're really close. I mean, first of all, you have to – you know, you can't discount the defensive injuries we had. You know, we losing guys like Matt Milano and Tredavious White who are – cornerstones of our defense you know you can't really understate how big of a losses those are and then also losing three or four other guys that were um starting to play really good football at the end of the year um and just you know signing guys like aj klein who was getting ready to go on vacation with his family and him coming and being our starting linebacker and leading tackler in the playoffs is i mean credit to him for doing that but you know it's just you know it's tough to tough to win games against you know teams like the chiefs when you have reserves and whatnot filling in so like I said I don't think we're far I mean I think I would love to see you know the receiving core get strengthened a little bit get Josh just a little more help I love the way we're running the ball now with with James Cook and um yeah man like I said you know we're not we're not far I mean I'm keeping the faith this was definitely a, a crushing loss um and it just feels like the Chiefs are inevitable I mean I can already picture Travis and, and Taylor kissing on the field after they win this Sunday. I mean, I already see it. So, um, I don't know. Yeah, I think – is that good? Is that a good rant? I think that's all I got right now. I feel like that was more level-headed than I expected. I, th- I expected yeah. Ingram and, and, and whatnot. But as a – uh, If you caught me three weeks ago, it might have been a yeah. little a little more heated or two weeks ago. But in the last couple of weeks, I've found a little bit of peace. But like I said, we definitely need to make some moves. Um, the receiver position, position defensive, and the defense and – um, I mean, everyone wants to talk about the Tyler Bass kick. I mean, he's been great for us through the years. And to be honest with you, as soon as he ran on the field and even if he made it, you know, the, I, I was already done. I thought, we, you know, you give Patrick Mahomes a minute, he's going to go down the field and kick a field yeah. goal. So in some ways, I almost preferred this version of it than him going down and doing that to us again. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think I feel bad for Josh more than anything. You know, I think he's – played such good football in the playoffs almost, you know, every game, especially including the losses and, you know, just a couple fluky things have kind of completely transformed the way the media portrays him and, you know, his legacy and stuff like that. So, I mean, um, I think if we win one or two more games, he's, he's the MVP. I think statistically he was the best quarterback and, um, you know, you live with some of those interceptions because of the amazing plays he, he makes. And I mean, he was still top three wow. in QBR in the league and the touchdown leader. So, um yeah man I mean I wouldn't that's my guy you know I'm rocking with Josh and and with the team and I think you know we'll be back we'll be back we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with Indeed Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data 
and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Buddy, any uh, any thoughts on that on that rant? Is that, is that sufficient enough for you? It was good. Not a lot of adjustments needed to be made, so he's confident. I think that's the biggest takeaway. But uh, I thought they had a chance too. I mean, the Chiefs are the Chiefs, but I, I actually was rooting for the Bills, rooting for Jimmy. That fan base has been through a lot. It's a passionate fan base. The team doesn't quit. They're not. You know, they had injuries. They're not the Philadelphia Eagles. They don't fold over. Get rolled over by Baker Mayfield. Lose six of the last seven, and so I got I got respect for the Bills. That's for sure. I do too. I, 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 I know that was a shot at me there, but I just feel for you guys in your eighteen months of Buffalo Bills fandom. You guys have been through a lot, so I feel bad for you. I know how much you've gone through. It was like, it was and, like two uh, weeks for me. So also, don't worry about yeah, that. The AFC East isn't going anywhere, by the way. It's so it's gonna, it's going to be ours for for. A little while longer here. But, Jim, to that point, for our listeners that don't know, Jim uh, was a big paint manning guy and then abandoned ship and jumped on the bandwagon of the Bills as soon as they got good. What's this is not how the Mahomes thing this is, is, this, is, is, is this, you're getting it from both angles. Because he eats the Bills every year, this, and then they post a stat that he has more wins than Peyton. So it's like, oh, shit, I can't <laughs> escape this at, at any <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> this is a little crazy the way you phrased that. I, was, I loved Peyton Manning. Rooted for him his whole career. He retired, and I just didn't feel any sort of allegiance to Denver Broncos. So, I mean, the natural thing is, you know, you root for the the local team, which is the Bills. And mm-hmm. um, I'd always, you know, liked them more or less because they're the upstate New York team, but, you know, never to that degree, obviously. And then, um, yeah, my when I was at prep school, I mean, it was, you know, Tyrod Taylor was the quarterback. And, I mean, it, we had a tough year, and then we made the playoffs and lost to the Jaguars. In the first round, so we're not going to act like I just jumped on and after one day East and this and that. I couldn't foresee that we were that we were going to be this good. You know, I was a fan before Josh Allen got drafted, so before all of this era, I think I've felt enough pain through these these playoff losses and the torment that the Chiefs have have um, forced on us. So you know, I think you know whatever. That's all. I, I like got. that thought. Actually, you should you should be getting more credit. Like. Since you've become a fan, they became good. So it's basically yeah. all because of you. Yeah. Good enough. <laughs> I, you but, said it. Not, you said it on me. I don't know. All right. Should we do some trivia? Yes, I please. I think it's time for some trivia. Let's do it. Yes, please. All right. So we've got 10 questions today. And then I've got some bo- a bonus round as well, which I'll get to those rules in a minute. Everyone has pen and paper ready to go. So uh, I'll keep scoring everything. I don't. I can't remember who won the last time you guys have been on. Do, does anyone remember? Yeah, I think Patty won last time. He guessed like the correct year that the three point line came in or something. Or <laughs> he had some crazy poll. 
What? Yeah, didn't. I just said me. I thought I lost. It was your call. I didn't win. I know that for sure. I should have fact checked yeah, all this, but we'll see what happens I'm, today. My record's pretty good. At, my my record's pretty good in drafts and trivia. So I'm coming for revenge this year, though. Let's do it. All right. So the first three questions, we're gonna try to give out some points here, really quick. Get you guys started. I need to know of NBA players that went to Syracuse, the top three um, points per game scores. So your first should be. Who scored the most points per game? Your second should be second, and then I need career? one through three. Career average points per game in the is NBA. It, in the NBA, and they went to Syracuse. Is this oh, recent wow. or this is this is all time? All time. How many Ooh. years is like the minimum? <laughs> I'm, I right, don't think it matters. A lot of qualifiers. Just, 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 just a single season. I, I mean, no one, season. no one played one season average like twenty five. Yeah, so. correct. Okay, Wait, so do we have to time? get we have to get all three in a row in order to get each question is one name. So if you can think uh, of the number one leading score, you'll get a point. It's kind of an okay. easy one to start. And then number two has to be exactly who's in second place. It can't just be one of the top three. All right, all right, all right. I feel like I'm gonna forget someone real obvious and look like a dumbass. This is a good question. This is a good, good, good level. Question, you have to work. through it, but it's gettable, but it's tough. All right, let's do it. Uh, we're gonna go in order, one at a time. So number one should have been Carmelo Anthony. Of course. That's, Everyone get yes. that? Check Everyone it. Honor system here. 22 and a half points per game throughout his career, pretty successful. Uh, number two, oh, we've got- oh. Number okay. two, we've got okay. Dave Bing. All right. You. point three. Who did, did everyone get Dave? I did yeah. not. Oh, but. I got Dave. Wow. Wow. So Jeremy Grant. Okay. Wow, what a catch. Maybe one day. We'll have to see. Oh, and damn. Bob might be right with Coleman. Number three is Derek Coleman with six. Yeah. Damn it. I crossed it out at the last second for Dion. Yeah, I had Dion, then I crossed oh, it out for Jeremy wow. Grant. So only Buddy got Derek Coleman. Is that true? What's Jeremy what average? Derek average. Teens? Yeah, is Jeremy Grant four? He's got to be four, right? I can look. I can look. But Jeremy Grant had his his first, like, all the years of the sixes, he was averaging, like, Four. Five. Yeah, that's true. But he was getting okay. like twenty a game the last couple of years. That's yeah, why I put Dion, but Yeah, Dion, but then Dion was on like the bubble lake. That's why I crossed him out. Yeah, but that was just one year I was thinking, yeah. but I mean I don't obviously I don't know. Wow. Jeremy's God. Jeremy's thirteen uh yeah. points per game for his career. First career. He yeah. might get there. He he'll move up definitely yeah. in the next five years, but he's thirteen what's, for now. What's uh what's Dion? Derek Coleman got? He's around like sixteen a game, right, Adam? Uh, 16 and a half, I think, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Dion's at 13.1. Oh, wow. So him and Grant are tied? All right, great question, Adam. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Do um, we all have two so, points? So everyone, has, two everyone points. has two. Yeah. Everyone got two. Nice. Very nice. All right, let's, uh, let's, let's move on to topic number two, which is going to be the Syracuse basketball three-point attempts in a season. So I have three questions for you on this. So how many attempts did GMAC have in 2003-04 season, he played 34 games. Whoever's closest is going to get this point of you four. So for reference, yeah. that's the most attempts in a season ever. I and it. he played 34 games. The correct answer is 315 attempts. I got 311. Mm. Uh, 328. Wow. I said 297. Buddy, that was spot on. So, so we'll give him the point there. 
All right. Um, how many seasons that GMAC played was he in the top 10 in that stat for Syracuse? So if each season is like a number like 315, how many GMAC seasons are in the all-time Syracuse top 10 of attempts per game? I would say all four. Yeah. Balance, right? All four. I, I guess you answers. Write down our answers. I think there's a trick here. I don't know. Fourth season might be easy. Trick. I'm not going to overthink it. We ready? Uh, yeah. What do you got? Four. four. Yeah, I, I put four too. I'm going to stick with the guys. I believe it's three. No. <laughs> was he hurt one year or something? Did he miss some games? The only one would be no. his senior year because he was like. I think the championship oh, season, he did. He was not in the top ten. And unless I'm reading this wrong. Oh, I was thinking 0304. That was messing me up with the uh, years. Oh, oh, two, oh, well, I'll look it up yeah, right yeah. now. One second. Oh, that messed me up too. Shoot. Yeah. I actually he thought played. that when you asked the first question, I was like, damn, his freshman season was number one. I feel like he would take more. Yeah. yeah. He he played he played every game every year, just about. Or 30 so he, that freshman year, he only took he only averaged 6.8 three-pointers three a game, which is like yeah. two oh, less than usual. No, but that's definitely in the top 10, though. No, he, took not, he only took 238 threes as freshman So the, ten, the 10th is 241, Andy Rebels. Wow. wow. That was it, close. Round am, wow. I, am I in the top 10? Or? Well, let's get to that. Let's get to that. For how, many, how many appearances does Buddy Beheim have in the top 10 in that same stat? How many seasons? I think I got that easy. Yeah, yeah. I know it's one, one, of, one of two. One of two numbers. Yeah, me too. Well, there's only four to pick from, so. <laughs> but now I got a 50-50 shot. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right, wait. Can we reveal first, and then and then you say the answer? Sure. Go in a circle. Yeah. I got, I got two, and I, I got to play my rant. I got two. I got two. Everyone on two, is that's that's right. It was uh, okay. ni- 1920, and then the season you were all together, 21-22. It was so everyone gets a point there. You probably would have gotten a junior, too, but the season COVID. was – yeah, yeah. All right, so after two rounds, Buddy's up one point, four, three, three, three. Plenty of basketball left to play here. Let's move to free throws. Uh, free throws made in a season for Syracuse basketball. What is the best percentage ever? It was GMAC in uh, the championship season. What percentage did he shoot from the line? Down to the tenth of a percent. It's not fair. Oh, Patty, wow. Patty probably has this in his like in his in his notepad. That's fine. <laughs> That's, that's it's fine. in his brain. Listen, he, he we just asked a, a question about buddies made threes. <laughs> so yeah, true. So whoever I, I, to the percent, you can yes. Unless if you get it exact, you'll get a point, and then if no one gets it exact, whoever's closest will get the point. That's right. I actually don't know right. the percentage. I got it. Yeah, but I honestly think Patty knows more GMAX stats than Buddy knows of his own stats. Yeah, ninety point three. Ninety three point one. 92.2. I said 90.3. The correct number is 90.9. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. After all that talk. Come on, D-Max. <laughs> I'm, giving, I'm giving G too much credit, man. 93. Me too. Me too. Wait, so, so who was the closest there? Sorry. Buddy, oh, buddy got it. Buddy, right? 90.8. Nice. Point one off. So, so now Buddy's up too. All right. How many seasons was GMAC in the top 10 for Syracuse basketball? In, in that same that's stat. In field goal percentage? Free throw that's percentage? That's right. Free throw percentage. I said, yeah. I said three. I said I three. four. I said three. 
If you said four, you're correct. Let's go! Oh, Come on. He was, he was 85 his senior year, right? Uh, that'd be just outside. Damn, we can't wait to see this. I don't want to say anything about stats because I have another question about it. Oh, all right. Um, well, well, I'll look it up for you by the end of the next question. Now, you might have been able to guess if you're sensing a pattern here. How many seasons was Buddy in the top 10 for free throw percentage? After this question, I have an objection to question five that I'll get to. No, Patty. I'm up. I'm up three now. I said one. One. I said two. I said two. Their correct answer is one season with an 88.4% yes, chance. Oh, my so the, So the brothers got it, right? Buddy, what were you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I don't get, well, I don't my get to line question five is uh, number one, you oh had 90.3%. You didn't add the qualifier of free throw shot, which technically I was 100%. So I think I should be the answer to that question. Uh, there's an official qualifier on stats that tells you whether or not <laughs> I you was one for one. Maybe if you stayed at, uh, at Penn, you would have been, you would have had a better percentage in qualifying. Penn, I wish I went to Penn. Or, uh, <laughs> I'm Is that Florida Philly. State? I'm, I'm at Philly. I'm at Philly. No, uh, BC. And one. Yeah, and one. Didn't get fouled at all. In front of the Scranton faithful. You're damn right, Jim. All right. What, what about when you uh, when you laid the Why best player from Why can't this be Patty Casey England? trivia? I would have been locked in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I didn't get fouled there either. No, I'm saying, but like, what about that bucket, though? Oh, yeah, we could bring that up. I think I'm up, I'm up four on Patty and it's, Cole. Uh, yeah, you're up. Three on Jimmy and four on Cole and Patty, but there is a bonus round, so we'll see. No one's safe. Okay. This is uh this is the last question of the regular regulation, and then we'll have a bonus round. Um, so in the top ten, there's a list of in of that top ten that we've been referencing for the last three questions. Who is right after GMAC? For free throws? Yeah. So basically, who has the best season other than GMAC? Ah. Uh, a free throw percentage. I have a lot of names just buzzing around in my head. So do I. JG3. I said Joe Gerard the third. Is it Tyler Ennis? I said, I said Rollins, but I feel like it's like John Gillen or something. It like is that. It is friend of the show, Joe Gerard the third. I knew it. Nice. Oh, Joe. So who got that point? Me and Bud. Bud's run up the score right now. This is a historic performance. <laughs> this is. I got one wrong. You only missed the one. Tyler Ennis in the top ten at least. I think he I'm was high seventies. Uh, Tyler Ennis is not oh. in the top ten. Well, yes. What about Routens? Is Routens in the top ten? Nope. I almost said uh, Trish too. Jim Lee, yeah. Richard Cornwall, and Greg Coles and John Gillen is tenth. I'm shocked. Tyler Ennis seventy six percent. Jim, I know that's, my Tyler Ennis too. I wore eleven. That's in high a school. terrible guy. <laughs> <laughs> He always made him when it mattered. I, I was very close <laughs> to saying your dad. What? Like with the theme, I was like, did he shoot like 90 or 88% one year? Like... <laughs> All right. So the the score now is that Buddy has eight. Patty and Jimmy have four. Swider has three. Um, the I original know. plan was uh, – well, there's two original plans that are now thrown off. I was going to have you wager whatever points you wanted for these last questions. There's mm-hmm. two questions left. I think they're on the easier side, but you have to get both of them to get the credit, to double your score or whatever you wagered. Um, and then I'll, t- I'll tell you the subject before you wager. But the problem was I did the subject before I knew Jimmy was going to be involved. So I feel like Jimmy might have a slight advantage here. Um, oh, but maybe not. Maybe not. 
So the, the, the topic of the bonus round, which is two questions, is the 2022 ACC tournament game between Duke and Syracuse. I mean, are we all going all in? Yeah, we have to to catch Buddy. I'm wagering one point. No, that's, that's so all we, need, all we need is a miss, Fatty, and we win. Oh, true. Yeah. Either all way. Right. All right, all right. I pretty much have to go all in. Or, Buddy, no, if you wager pull. one, it'll make it interesting. You can automatically tie if you wanted to stay, but that's kind of – no, no, no you have one. to wager. Something. No, you got to wager at least one. Oh, I have yeah. to. It's a show rule. Yeah, 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 you have to wager something. New rule. I'm going so, one. Buddy's going with one, and then everyone else is going all in. All right. I have yeah. to, yeah. All right, so you're going to write numbers one and two on your paper right now. I'm going to give you a minute on the clock, and you're going to answer two questions. And I just need – it's just a number for each of them. The first question is how many active – or how many players played in the game for Syracuse? <laughs> And two, how many played all 40 minutes? Ooh. Oh, shoot. And your match right. starts now. No one's saying anything. I got to lock in. Thanks for the reminder, Adam. Yesterday, I went on a uh, – I got reminded of that game yesterday. And I watched every single press conference from uh, after the Florida State game and after the Duke game. So. <laughs> wait, wait, that was one of my favorite games ever. We're going to go around. So, Patty, what were your two answers? My first answer was seven. My next answer was three. Cole? Seven and three. Jimmy? Seven and three. Buddy? Six and four. No way. Yeah. Wow. No way. You there, forgot the there bowl second. There were ah, seven, seven active players. Because of the worst, the worst call I've ever seen on Cole to give him his fourth foul I've ever awful. seen. Bro. The game it was an atrocious call. Phantom. The- Samir, Joe, and Jimmy played all 40 minutes of that game. Cole played 38 minutes. So it was your Barama should have been should have been ejected for carpeting on approach. <laughs> that corner closed yeah, absolutely late on Study. Jimmy, can I hear your uh your interpretation of that play? Bro, it was just so bad. Like, we were up like 10, and what was it? Like, they no, shot it. Was it the ball was loose or something, and <clears throat> I was out. I was off to the races. I was going to get it. I was going to I was gonna throw one down for the for the people <laughs> in the Barclays. <laughs> and and then they, they just they called a foul on Casper. Oh, was, Oh. I was I was talking about the Barama play. Yeah, so was I. Oh yeah, my goodness, out. bro! It was like one of those where the wing like went up high to <laughs> take care of the shooter on the wing, makes the one more to the corner, and I was like the rotation guy, so I was like coming over in the paint, and I see Mike. Okay, Barama's gonna go take care of this. I got to be ready for the rebound or something. Next, next thing you know, Barama just RKO's Jeremy Rose, just back <laughs> into the floor. I'm like, Barama, what? He also well, tripped over his own feet like twice in that play. <laughs> and just boom. <laughs> I love Brahma. He made some really good plays in that game. He really did. He really made some good plays in that game. But that was just uh, I don't know. <laughs> he was he was eager to get out to the corner. I, I feel like he probably heard heard my dad yelling at him already for being late getting to the corner shooter and just I don't know, man. Just well, I, I think the toughest part of that play is that we were letting Jeremy Roach. And uh, right. we no more shoot. And yeah. Rama just clobbered him in the corner. <laughs> Laid him out. 
for the speaking of which, for the final score, it's Patty and Jimmy. You're you're at eight, yeah. Buddy at seven, six. So it ended Wait, up being can close. We get a, uh, can we get a sudden death question? We can, but I the one I had was is a little too easy now that I think about it. Um, I hope this isn't too easy. I need um, you're going to guess two numbers, and then whoever's the closest on both of them, we'll, we'll do the addition and figure it out. Um, largest lead by Syracuse and largest lead by Duke in that game. All right, Patty, go ahead. I said Cuse 8, Duke 12. I said 13 for us and 9 for Duke. Uh, Syracuse is only up 7, I believe, um, at the best. It was 45-38. And then, really? Yeah. It seemed like more. It did. It and was then, the whole game, though. The time of possession we were up was 30-plus. Um, Duke Duke ended the game up 11, and that was their biggest lead. But there I was also it. another I knew there were some 11. cheese dick free throws at the end. I had 11, and I crossed it out for nine. What, they were actually nine. nine. I thought we lost by nine. What'd you say? We lost 87-78. Yep, right? sorry, sorry, sorry. You lost by nine, but earlier in the game, it was 11. That's my fault. Right before Joe went on that, like, 12-hour run by himself in the first half, I think. The the under-12 timeout, it was 11, or it was 11 points, yeah. The Patty um, win? 4-13, so, maybe, was the score? I, I, I think Patty comes away. It was 24-13. I think Patty Dang. comes away with the win now. What I was comeback. Wait, what were you off, Patty? I was eight. One each, I think, right? Oh, wait, oh, wow. so. Sniper. Hey, you were near perfect, Patty. You were off by oh, one. Oh, I was off by almost one. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. So looks like the spider shell still runs through me when it comes to trivia. <laughs> this is like okay, Patty's I've... second win all time. No, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm shocked that we were only up seven in that game. I thought for sure it was more. Yeah, it definitely felt like more in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. The, there was a there was a Jimmy Bayheim three where I felt like all right we're, we actually have a chance of this thing. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, JJ Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, JJ breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, Jim Tiffin at the end. The side like two minutes left. Left. I was like, wow, we're going to win. Yeah. The side dribble left in Paulo's grill has he three. <laughs> Top of the key, right slot, left slot. Yeah. Do you think do you think Paul ever thinks about that game? Jimmy or <laughs> No, bro, he's an all-star. <laughs> he is. He is. On on your team. On my team, yes. On my team. <laughs> on my favorite team. Brian. Well, Patty and, sort of... Patty and Cole don't let me forget about it. <laughs> no, I, if I ever meet Paul, it's the first thing I'm gonna bring up. Please, I would pay. To I think, that. I think when Paolo when Paolo made the officer team, Patty texted us and said, um, "Yeah, you better hope uh, Jim Nance is not on the West." 
<laughs> that's that's unbelievable banter right there. Unreal. But all right, wait before we close out the Swider Show, Behan Brother Power Hour. Can we get our Super Bowl predictions? Yes. Yeah. We'll let the guests go first. Bud, Bud, go ahead. Chiefs thirty-one, Niners twenty-seven. Oh, I like it. All right. High scoring yep. Niners defense last game was suspect. Chiefs defense is better, but mm-hmm. Niners, Niners kind of make it a close game in the end. Right. Look, man, I already said it. The Chiefs, they're inevitable. It took me a long time to realize it, but I realize it now. I can already, especially, you know, I started to talk, talk myself into the Niners this last couple of days, and then, you know, I hear Taylor Swift won album of the year of the Grammys last night. I can already see them posing for the cover of Vogue or something with their trophies in hand. And, um, yeah, Chiefs win 27 to 21. They're inevitable. Bye, go ahead. I like uh, the Niners 21-17 final. Wow. All right. I, I was getting nervous we're going to go all Chiefs because I'm obviously going the Chiefs. I'll say uh, Chiefs 24-17. No, 24-20. Is that what you said, Jim? No, you said 27-21. 7-21, yeah. All right, I'll go 24-20. Pat Mahomes gets his third, another Super Bowl MVP. He's already the GOAT. It's just a matter of stacking the accolades at this point. So, Adam, what do you got? Adam, what do you got? I've got a 27-21 49ers victory with a Travis Kelsey dropped touchdown in the last seconds of the game. Oh, it's not happening. That is not happening. Complete opposite of where I went with this. <laughs> he, dropped, he dropped like three or four in a row a couple weeks ago. So I'm just, I think the jitters are going to get the best of him again. Um, yeah, he's never been that moment before. This is his first Super Bowl. Yeah, that's true, yeah. First go around. Yeah. He has to live up to Taylor winning the Grammy now, and it's, you know, yeah, pressure's mounting. I like that. I like that. Not Valdez, Scanley, <laughs> not Justin Watson, not, you know, Rasheed Rice, Travis Kelsey. I like it. I like that, too. They should have thrown the ball to Noah Gray, another friend of the show, I think. Yeah. You know, that's the problem. Nice, nice. Appreciate the Bayheim brothers coming on the show. That was That was awesome. Um, like like Patty said, the Bayheim Power Hour. Uh, I like that. Pre- appreciate you guys coming on the show. Appreciate all the Sweater Show fans listening. Um, we'll, we'll be coming back with another episode next week. But until then, go Niners. Let's go Niners. Episode 60 is 60. in the books now. Wow. 60. Congrats to the boys. 60. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's a big episode. That's why we had to have the boys on. Congrats, fellas. Obviously, I great. We jo- I remember when we were joking about this a couple years ago. Like UV probably. Look at us now. Yeah. Look at yeah. us now. Happy to you guys. Always a blast. So appreciate you guys always. Juice family. Yes, and sir. We'll be on. We'll be on soon. A couple months. Yep. yep. Absolutely. The, the correspondence. The <laughs> probably, correspondence probably from less. Germany and Detroit. We'll probably be on next week again. So. <laughs> <laughs> emergency, emergency guests from back. <laughs> Jimmy Butler. Oh, he, I'm yeah. ready. Jimmy I'm Butler on call. Out out. Jimmy, can you come on? <laughs> we got Jimmy on the podcast yeah, this week. We got Jimmy B. <laughs> Jimmy That's B. how you should market it. That's how you should market yeah. it. Uh, I've been dying to do that. Put like Drake Jimmy in the title is, and then it's just not him on the podcast. <laughs> just every like absurd guest and it just be Jimmy every time. Like, <laughs> kind of, kind of, no, kind of top with, tiers. And then Jimmy. 
<laughs> with Jimmy Butler, with, you could say like uh, with Cole's teammate Jimmy on the podcast. <laughs> Everyone's like, "Oh my gosh, it's Jimmy Butler!" That work. In and it's like, "What's up, guys? Here with Jimmy Bam." <laughs> you start talking about German foods and the Bills again. <laughs> I know Jimmy Butler is a Bills fan. It's just me right there, <laughs> ranting yeah. about the Chiefs. Yeah, that'd be a good, good bit, good bit. <laughs> April, April, April time, April Fools. <laughs> exactly. All right, fellas, thanks so much. All right. we'll always, always great to be on, man. Appreciate you guys always. Yes, sir. Thanks again. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that seventy-five percent of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over thirty-five, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. What's up, everybody? Thank you guys for tuning in. We really hope you enjoyed this week's show. To find out who will be joining us next week, make sure you're following us on all social media platforms at Swider Show on Instagram, at Swider Show on Twitter, and at Swider Show on TikTok. We also recently developed our very own YouTube page, www.youtube.com slash at Swider Show, and subscribe. You can send in a mailbag question to be featured on the show, swidershow at gmail.com. And of course, if you haven't already, make sure to turn on those notifications so you never miss an episode week to week. Cole Swider Show with Patty Casey is presented by Blue Wire Podcast, and our executive producer is Adam Lewis. Swider Show is created by Cole Swider, Patty Casey, and producer Adam Lewis. All rights reserved. Thank you guys. We'll see you next week.